and they're thinking, well, we'll try and hope the high tide solves it today. If not, we'll send two more ships tomorrow. That just, it doesn't seem like there's a big urgency. Well, hello there, my friends. Chris Mark is here with you for Arcadia Economics. And a quick update on this ship that remains stuck in the Suez Canal, blocking the canal to all of the traffic, which we'll, as we'll dig into briefly, is apparently a large part of global trade. And there you see the picture. I mean, it seems intuitively to the naked eye like it wouldn't be the hardest thing to resolve. I will freely admit this is out of my area of expertise, but I will just point out a few amusing comments I've had on a Saturday as I've just had fun reading the stories. Um, because here we have five experts dispatched by an insurance company, uh, blah, 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 which is also arranging to dispatch two large tugboats to add to the 10 already at the site. You know, they're hoping to float the ship. I don't know, that just seemed odd to me. This thing is really blocking as much trade and is going to cost as much money. And they're thinking, well, we'll try and hope the high tide solves it today. If not, we'll send two more ships tomorrow. That just, it doesn't seem like there's a big urgency. And Suez Canal, Suez officials hope massive container ship operational Saturday. Can't say when refloat will happen. It's just interesting. I mean, here's this guy sitting there watching it. I could show you construction developments in downtown Austin that have more activity on it than you see here. I mean, just seems odd to me with the amount of money they're saying is being blocked, but don't take my word for it, of course. Let's see what the news is reporting. A logistical nightmare. More than 10% of the world's trade travels through Egypt's Suez Canal, which links Europe and Asia. But since Tuesday, it's been completely blocked after a huge cargo ship ran aground. We begin with Lucy Kraft in Tokyo. Good morning. The Suez Canal shutdown has played havoc with a major trade route connecting east and west. Whether semiconductors and smartphones exported from southeast China, footwear and apparel made in India, automobiles from Asian factories, and lithium-ion batteries for electric cars from Japan, all of these rely on the Suez Canal. For what it's worth, I was seeing stories about supply chain issues even before this ship got stuck. And you hear all of these things, and we still hear that the silver supply chain gets shut down by COVID even more than a year later now. Again, a supply chain expert I am not, but if it's affecting all of those other things, is it possible that it would affect silver? It's also the preferred route for Asia's imports of crude oil and natural gas from the Mideast and Russia. It's also how Asia gets their imports of crude and gas from the Mideast and Russia. We also did see tensions with between the US, Russia and China. Russia and China responded by talking about non-dollar trade and this ship is stuck here. So no direct cause and effect, but certainly uh, not ideal timing, shall we say.
About 19,000 vessels passed through the canal in 2019. That's an average of 50 ships each day. The detour around the African Cape is lengthy, costly and potentially risky, adding up to two weeks to the journey. That's in addition to the hundreds of thousands of dollars in extra fuel costs. But as shipping companies contemplate how to bypass this increasingly expensive traffic jam, they also have to weigh up security concerns. Pirates have long preyed on ships in the waters of the Horn of Africa, but now the seas of oil-rich West Africa are also considered to be among the world's most perilous. In recent months, there's been a surge in kidnappings in the Gulf of Guinea. There's an environmental cost as well. Ships circumnavigating Africa will emit even more greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. In age, it seems so hard to believe that a ship like that can get stuck and that it's so difficult also to get it out. And the impact. Did you see the size of that puppy? Yeah, well, it's yeah. Huge. And you can't get it out with a tiny little backhoe. <laughs> Come on. I, right. love, I love Liz Palmer's. She said, yeah, it's a David and Goliath <laughs> yeah. kind of situation there. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, I'll agree with the host. Yeah, it does actually sound kind of hard to believe, especially because at the same time, here we have U.S. Capitol Police extension request where there's 5,000 troops that are now stationed around uh, Capitol Hill to May. Just three days before soldiers were supposed to leave the Capitol, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin extended their deployment, the National Guard remaining through May 23rd. So again, just seems odd to me. You have troops around the Capitol building where there's supposedly nothing going on until May 23rd, yet around the Suez Canal. There's a few ships here. They're gonna send two more. There's a couple of guys walking around and just seems a little odd. One last note before we wrap up here. Well, certainly it looks quite beautiful at night for whatever that is worth. Although we can scroll down here and see, here is some footage what's going on. So let's take a look at that. So there you go. That's what it looks like. Last note here. JP Morgan's Marco Kalanovic told clients Friday unloading the ship could result in the ship breaking. Um, well, we believe and hope the situation will get resolved shortly. There are some risks of the ship breaking. Goodness, uh, why don't I wrap up and leave it at that? But it will be fun to see how that one unfolds over the next 24 hours. And especially because we are going to be doing a silver round table Half hour before the open Sunday night, that's 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. Then you don't even have to remember, your phone will tell you. You can log on, hear some of the experts in the silver world as the market opens, and we can talk about ships, silver, supply chains, all that other good stuff. Thanks again for being here. Hope you're having a great weekend. Love you all, and I'll see you again soon.